You are listening to Losing Weight with ADHD, the podcast to help you discover solutions to well-being, improved health, and sustainable weight loss with ADHD. If you're a woman with ADHD who's tired of trying every diet and weight loss program with no lasting success, I understand exactly where you are, and I want to help you to finally see the change you deserve. I'm your host, Jennifer Watts, an accountant turned nutrition and life coach with ADHD myself. Once I discovered the connections between ADHD and my lifelong struggle with weight, I was finally able to make lasting change in a way that felt great. If you want to do the same, then let's get started. Hey everyone, today is kind of a different episode. I actually had a really awesome gal lined up for an interview for last week that I was going to have released for this week's episode. But then I kind of experienced a just a tough situation, family situation that kind of upheaved everything for me. And so I've kind of been disconnected from everything. I had to cancel that interview, obviously. And I really want to talk about when things are hard, because this is the time when when things kind of hit the fan or unexpected things happen, or you face some really tough challenges. This is the time when you really get a good view of where you stand with your emotions, with your drive, with your habits, all of that kind of stuff. And I think this is so important, like to not overlook these times in our lives, because it's really impactful. And when all of this happened, it, it was so interesting because I feel like I've been working so hard at, you know, the podcast. This is so important to me. I just want to get this message out. And I have this deep passion of wanting to connect with people who are where I have been for the last couple of years or where I was, especially a few years ago. I just so deeply want people to see this connection. And I think a lot of it is this feeling of wanting people to feel understood and heard because I didn't find that for myself right away. And that's why I think it's important to talk about what it's like when things are hard, because if we just pretend these things don't happen or we don't face these challenges in life, we'll never really know how to handle it. And I know for me in the past, when things have happened that kind of throw you off course or become really challenging. It's so easy to just throw away anything that you've been focused on or working towards. And I recognize that I didn't do that this time. And so much of that is because I have been compassionate with myself lately, which is really tough to get to that point. But also because I just wasn't judging myself. Like I wasn't judging myself or trying to implement like harsh rules and plans I had to follow. Because any time in the past when I've done that type of thing, anything that throws you off course, it's just like you're immediately done. You're a failure. You can't stick with it. And it all goes out the window. And then it's just this cycle of starting, stopping, starting, stopping, and getting deeper and deeper into shame and self-judgment and feeling like I can't do anything. I can't succeed. And I think it was just really interesting in this tough time for myself that the first thing I did was to really be compassionate with myself about like, I wasn't even thinking about, oh, what are my daily routines? What are the things I have to do and stick to? I wasn't even thinking about that. I was just, you kind of go into survival mode, right? And it's just interesting that I 
allowed myself to take care of myself in the way that best suited me. I wasn't eating well. I wasn't like trying to make a balanced meal. Like I was just eating what I could have at the time. Like, oh, I have a coffee at 10 a.m. and then I didn't eat till 2.30. Oh, well, that's what happened in that circumstance. And, you know, feeling really stressed out and overwhelmed and wanting to eat chips. I allowed myself to do that because I just wanted to take care of myself in the moment. And I think the biggest difference from maybe what I would have done in the past is that I see these moments for what they are. When things are hard, you do what you can to take care of yourself. And I didn't just see this as a failure and a derailment and you know, that's it. It's over. I'm <laughs> just back to square one. I was able to say, it's okay. It's okay in this moment to do what you can to feel all right and take care of yourself. And I know that when things get better, I can just get back to doing things the way that I've been doing it before. And I just felt really proud of myself afterwards for recognizing that that's the way that I can handle things now. I'm not expecting perfection from myself. I'm not expecting myself to just stick with these arbitrary rules and ways of being that are just like super regimented. Instead, I can just move with the situation. It really reminded me of, you know, I live on the West Coast of Canada, and we're kind of by fault lines and, you know, buildings are meant to be like earthquake prepared. And I remember one time learning that the buildings are like they're not built and structured in such a way that they remain completely 100% stable. What they actually do is build them so that they can kind of almost like sway and move if they have to, but then they're not going to fall apart. And I feel like that was me. And that was how I handled this hard time is that it was more just resilience, right? Like I can move, I'm like the building in the earthquake that I can like sway and move and and it becomes a little unstable for a while, but I'm not going to collapse and fall apart and crumble to the ground. <laughs> but I'm also not just going to stay completely stiff and completely not move and not be affected by what's going on around me. And I really hope that all the things that I'm sharing with you guys and you know, recognizing for us the differences in how we handle, you know, goals that we set for ourselves and ways that we can, you know, make change. I really want you to learn that you can be resilient. You can be grounded in who you are and you can deal with hard things. Not to sound like I think I'm Glennon Doyle or something, <laughs> but I just mean I was just really thankful that I have developed this awareness of these things so that I could handle it in a way where I am caring for myself as best as I can and still know that I can return to the progress that I've made. Because I know I've shared this with you guys before. I'm still on my own weight loss journey. I'm still learning. I'm, I mean, we're always going to be learning, but I'm so far from perfect. <laughs> And I know that perfect is not the goal. I know that now. I mean, I've always for years and years thought that that's what I had to strive for. But I just really feel like 
awareness around these things and understanding yourself and how you handle things and what works for you can make such a big difference in being able to weather the storm or weather the earthquake, (laughs) whatever the case may be. So I guess all that to say that this is just really a testament to me that the awareness, the compassion, and not striving for perfection really, really make a difference in how we can deal with the ups and downs in life, because that is just the way it is. Nothing is going to go exactly how you think it's going to. And if you can allow yourself to be flexible and not get mad too when you deal with things in a way that's not exactly how you would do it on a perfect day. (laughs) Not that there is such thing as a perfect day, but like, see, like I had a bunch of chips, I had chocolate, I had nibs, (laughs) all these things, but it was okay because I was like, you know what, this is not the choice that I would have made on a regular day, but I'm doing what I can to cope. And once you return to regular life, you just, you move on from there. And that's the big difference is being able to move on and not just fall into a trap of self flagellation or anger or any of that stuff and just be compassionate. So, you know, I didn't want to not put out a podcast. It was tough. I'm I'm really late on this, but I, I just think really exemplified for me that I, I really want to get this message out to you guys. And it, if one person in all of this, if one person can see that, like, just being compassionate with yourself and not expecting perfection and just finding a way to survive the ups and downs of life, and you're going to be okay, and you can still work towards change or reaching your goals. That is, that's all that I want. (laughs) I just want you guys to know that you're so capable, and you can deal with it when things are hard. So that's all I have for you today. I hope that I'll be able to have my awesome guest on for an interview coming up. Hopefully we can reschedule that and I'll have that for you guys at a later date. But until then, take care. Thank you for listening to the Losing Weight with ADHD podcast. If you are ready to make lasting change in your life, please head over to my Instagram at jenniferwatts.ca where you can connect with me and find all the tools and tips you need. From there, you can also access my free guide of the Calm Method for Weight Loss with ADHD or book a free call with me. I'd love to hear from you, so please reach out, especially if you have anything you would like to hear about on the show. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and head on over to Apple Podcasts and leave me a five-star review so the show can continue to spread this message. Until next time.